This is Sport Ireland Campus, and here is where it all starts. From the little ones learning, to the high-performance athletes leading. Here we go to play, to practice, to progress. Here is where communities in the nation come together to compete, to win, and to belong. Here we go to the next level, then on to the world stage. This is Sport Ireland Campus, and here we go. Visit sportirelandcampus.ie to be a part of it. Alive and kicking with Claire McKenna. This is News Talk. Trisha Lewis found herself at rock bottom, having lost all control of her inner and outer health. And she found the motivation to make change when accompanying her sister to a maternity scan. The realisation that if she didn't change, she might not get to see her new niece or nephew sparked the beginning of a new Trisha who made slow changes from the inside out, one step at a time. Trisha documented it all on Instagram, Trisha's Transformation, which now has over 200,000 followers and she's just released her second book, The 21 Day Reset, another bestseller, and she joins me on the line now. Welcome back to the show, Trisha. Thank you so much for having me. It's just, it's been a really, really fun kind of couple of weeks and I'm so excited. (laughs) Now, as I say, you did come on the show at the release of your first book and our paths have also crossed with uh, some online health and wellness events. And I have to say to you, your energy is just infectious. Everyone on the team always comments on you. Uh, You can be moving one minute, hilarious the next. You're just an absolute force of nature. Everyone who meets you is inspired by you or wants to be your friend. And I'm sure you still had that before. But it's quite the turnaround from the girl who didn't want to get out of bed at one stage. Do you ever sit and, 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 and think of that? I do, and, and I sit and I'm always very, very grateful for it because I suppose as a child, I grew up with eight sisters, so you kind of had to be heard to be, you know, you'd, you'd be loud enough and, you know, big personality. So I always had that ability to make friends and kind of join a little army. And I remember even a school teacher of mine had written in a local newspaper, The Lady with the Army of Friends. And what happened for me, the hardest part of it all was I kind of lost that, where I didn't want to talk to people, I didn't want to make conversation I stopped meeting for coffee with my friends so now that I have it back it's it's not new to me but it's so welcome just to feel that I can be myself and I don't need to hide away and I don't need to you know stand behind the camera I can go into the front of the camera and love who's there so I I love having it back and I love I love being around people and I don't know I just I, I think being myself is my favorite part of this whole journey it's as I get smaller my my smile gets bigger Yeah. And I mean, it's you, it's your personality that people are really into. I think that the weight loss is is secondary to the whole thing. It really is the Trisha part of of Trisha's transformation. Tell me a little bit about the concept of reset and why you went with that on this book. And even when you say that, that just means the world coming from someone to lose weight. Sometimes you can just be defined by the number and the scales and nearly that's who you are. So when, when people accept me for Trisha and the rest is secondary to myself then that means so much so thank you for that but the reset right so I think that every single diet that I've done in the past I always felt like I was fixed I was ready to rock and you know once I once I started to try I was never going to go wrong again and I always find then I was setting myself up for failure so with the reset what I do is every every kind of day I take it day by day I cannot be guaranteed tomorrow and I can't get back yesterday so there's no point kicking myself having guilt having shame and kind of throwing the baby out with the bat water. So 
every three weeks, what I figured out was it takes 21 days to make a habit. So I was like, if I can do 21 days of water, sleep, nutrition and movement, and then at the end of the 21 days, instead of kind of giving up, I stop, I reset and I start it again and do a small bit more improvements. So every three weeks, you're kind of increasing your stamina and your kind of ability that if it goes wrong, you know that in a couple of days now I can actually just reset. So I'll keep on going until then and I'll, I'll restart, you know. So that's what I do. I just think that sometimes it can be very daunting and sometimes you just want to go on a night out and you want to enjoy it. But wait, what is the tool the next day that I can use that doesn't make me feel bad, that I can just go, oh, sure, I can just reset, get up and enjoy it and don't have any embarrassment and enjoy the moment. So I found that sometimes diet culture can take away happy memories for me. I've lost a load of my 20s, my Debs, weddings to weight and scales and worry. Whereas now I'm like, no, I just live my life. And then when, thing, when something happens, I simply just reset and continue on and do not give up. So that's what I kind of focused it on. It's very, very simple. I suppose I don't have letters after my name. I don't know how to describe it in kind of out of fancy terms, but it's basically just getting up and never giving up and focus on the simple things. Go for the low hanging fruit. There's no point trying to climb a tree if you're afraid of heights. Go for the ones that you can grab first, which is your water. Are you sleeping properly? Because you wouldn't leave the house with your iPhone on 10%. Have you boundaries set up? Have you doing weekly shop? All the things you can do, start implementing them now and then eventually start building on them over time. And I think it becomes part of my lifestyle and it's easier to do. And reset is such a lovely neutral word. There's no there's no judgment in it. Um, and as you say, the unexpected can derail us from any health plans, anything from work to family to social lives or even the pandemic we've just been through means we can deviate from what we know serves us best. But I love that your message is you can get back on whenever you want and start again. And you had a bit of a derail yourself in the run up to the launch. You oh, had quite a nasty fall. I feel like it was the worst way I could do PR or marketing. I was like, I need to reset two weeks before my book launches. So I had an accident and it was the first time I was injured in my whole time doing it. So between my first treatment on fire, then the pandemic, I was like, okay, what's the next curveball? But it comes in threes, but I slipped down the flight of stairs and I went from the top to the bottom and I ended up kind of, um, I had a grade one injury to my shoulder. I dislocated thumb and concussion. And I had to rest up for a couple of days and it was awful. I really, really found that my mind had to really dig into the toolbox and go, okay, what do I not want to do to make myself happy? What can I do here? Because part of it was bed rest. And unfortunately, I think the biggest part that I struggled with was memories of my past where I would have spent days in bed without getting out, without showering, without contacting anyone. And that reminded me of that. So I found that very difficult. But... I reset and I knew it was going to be difficult. I knew it was going to be hard, but I knew by doing the things I didn't want to do in that moment in time, I was going to get myself where I wanted to be. And that's right now. I'm happy again. And that's a distant memory. And it's just about reset. Just keep pushing that button. And eventually it's like a muscle. The more you train it, the more easier it'll become because there's no such thing as failure if you if you don't give up. If you If you keep on fighting, like a dog with a bone, keep on going. You mightn't be getting maybe the results like with the pandemic, it threw everybody off. And I think a lot of people are very stressed to go back to work and I get messages every day saying I'm so embarrassed to myself. And lads, we're, we're the very fortunate that came out of the pandemic alive. If there's a few pounds, get over it, get on with it and get up. You'll be able to sort it out. Yeah. Do you feel a pressure 
I know your followers are a real sense of support to you and, and motivation to you, but is there ever a pressure? I, I sort of felt for you after your fall. I, you, know, you could tell that you were you were hurt, you were shocked, but people are still looking for you and still wondering where you are and still looking for you to, to check in. Does it ever feel like a bit of a pressure? Not really. I feel like I'm naturally okay with it. As long as I've set up part of the pandemic, I realised that I needed a little bit of extra for help for my mind. So I went for therapy and I go to therapy now often and I love it. So what I've taught from, what I've learned from that is boundaries. So I do set boundaries up with my phone. If if I feel pressure, there there's something going wrong in my own life. I'm not applying something. I'm either on the phone too long or I might have done a walk or I'm eating crap food, something like that. So I don't really because 99.9% .9 are wonderful. Um, there's always that 0.1%. But look, I don't care about that. That's not my that's not my issue. My issue is weight problems. And if people don't like that me, then that's their issue. But other than I really, really don't feel that pressure because I can just turn my phone off. And I did share the fall because I swore from the start that it would be my journey, whether it was good or bad, up or down, dislocated shoulders or perfect shoulders, I would share it because, you know, without knowing it, there was maybe 70, 80 other people who would have contacted saying, I'm, I concussion a couple of weeks ago and I can't get started again. You know, and from that day would have kicked off and I just love it. I, I Maybe I'm one of those people that I suppose having a large family and running a chefing team for 13 years, I, I kind of feel like I have a big team after me. I love it. Yeah, no, it feels that way. Well, you're listening to Alive and Kicking on News Talk with Claire McKenna and I'm talking to Trisha Lewis of Trisha's Transformation about her new book, The 21 Day Reset. And I do love that about your, your message, Trisha, that it's not all about weight loss and what the scales say, although you have felt better as, as those things have changed. But it's the mm -hmm. changes that you've made to your self-worth, to how you speak to yourself, to how you changed your mindset that I think is so, so important. Because if we're going to reset because we hate the way we look, we're beating ourselves up over the weekend away where we had chips and a, and a dessert, we're starting on the back foot. I love that you promote health from a positive place and really champion that message because it's quite new, isn't it? Yeah, because I what I think I, the self-worth thing is huge. I've increased my value on myself now and I love it. But I often used to start weight loss journeys out of punishment for how I looked or felt. And I didn't like myself, so therefore I changed it and tried. And I would always end up kind of feeling but there's a reason being because I was never I was never my biggest fan and what I figured out was the issue was never the issue so I always focused on the weight loss the weight the weight was my issue but that was a kind of a side effect of something else and what my side effect would I figured out is my ability of not being able to handle loneliness I would find loneliness incredibly difficult to kind of just come around and then I would eat and comfort eat and not exercise and I was self-sabotage and Another part of my issues was I disease to please. I was always, you know, I was a yes person. What I figured out from this whole journey is no is a full sentence. You don't need to give reasons. You can have your own boundaries. And I find from that then that nearly a consequence then is weight loss. That I find I'm looking after myself better and I'm realizing that, you know, I'm going to have to battle probably weight for the rest of my life unless Santa gives me a new metabolism and he's a new thyroid ready for me under the tree. But... <laughs> I have to kind of accept it. So am I going to spend the next 50 years, please God, I get them hating myself and stepping up in the scales at 80 years of age and going, oh, I'm down a pound. I want to be able to move. I want to be able to be happy and to look back and say, I did that for health, not for hatred. I did that for Trisha and nobody else. It was just for me. And, you know, weight loss can be so hard and it can be so long. So you might as well turn it positive and go, 
right, I'm in it for the long run. I better enjoy it and make it sustainable. And do you think the message is getting through, Tricia? I mean, it's certainly something that I've become more aware of, but I think it's because I've started presenting this show and I've had so many experts now talking about putting health first. And I suppose you see it a bit on social media. Do you get it from your followers or do you still sense that diet culture and and, and self-loathing is the main reason or motivation people have when they when they look in the mirror or they want yeah. to get healthy in inverted commas. I don't know. I, to be honest, I find online, and I often like I'm part of the highest bus online, but I find that it can get very confusing because on one side it's like diet culture is wrong and don't focus on diets and leave everything out the window. But then I'm like, but I but if I do that, then maybe I might trigger the binge eating disorder again. Do I need some level of a plan where people are like restricting is wrong and. I'm so confused with it all. And then others are like, I think just do what suits you, what suits your lifestyle. And I find that by intuitively managing my lifestyle, it's easier. So I'm not rigid, I'm not weighing oats and going, let's point seven, five grams. You know, I'm, I'm having a bowl of oats. I'm enjoying them. And once I'm satisfied, I put them down. But I think that the message is getting through to the ones that need to hear it the most, if that sounds right. Um, I often find that maybe I would often get a message from someone going, look, I unfollowed you because I didn't like seeing what you were doing because I couldn't get myself to do it. And then three months later, they might go, look, I'm back on the bandwagon. I'm back with you. And sometimes it can be hard to watch somebody else doing something. So I find that when the message needs to be heard, it's heard. You know, those that need to hear will hear it. Like, I just think that if you focus your lifestyle off of online, you could be setting yourself up for failure. And that might sound a bit mad coming from someone with an Instagram following. But what I'm trying to say is make sure that you take inspiration from something and apply it to your own life then. Because I have no idea what time you go to sleep, what what your routine is in the morning. It's all about making it sustainable for you. And if the message rings home with you and it makes, it sounds nice, well then go for that. Don't force yourself a circle into a square box. It won't work. You have to go with what suits you and just be very careful with online. Comparison is a thief of joy and often you could spend too much time online and you're like, oh God, I'll never do that now. And what if I did that? At the end of the day, write down, what can I do today to change my life? Can I drink more water? Can I go to bed earlier? Can I get a PT or go for a walk? And can I go for a weekly shop and eat healthy food and go from there? I think they're the four pillars and just keep working around that then. And what's the number one question you get asked by your followers, do you think? How do you stay so motivated? <laughs> That's literally, and I, it's a very understandable question. I've spent thousands and thousands of euro on motivation, promises, etc. But my answer is there's no such thing. I think it's a very fleeting feeling. And my answer to mainly would be motivation to me is kind of like a gust of wind. It, it does arrive, but you don't know when it's going to come. So it happens. So motivation is something you should never rely on because it's not going to be there when you need it. What I would rely on is discipline and trust yourself. So that's what I, that's the main one. And kind of, um, I suppose, where do you get your clothes as well? Sometimes could be, but I'm still a little bit nervous of showing clothes off. Um, but I suppose that's all something I have to manage myself and realize that my self-worth and, you know, that I'm well able to show clothes off when I get very conscious and embarrassed. But that's all part of the kind of process. But I think the, the main question is, how do you stay motivated? Or how, where do you start? You start at the start. That's, and I know it sounds the most irritating answer. It's going to be hard. It's going to be awful. If you're starting where I started on 27 Stone, you'll be out of breath. 
you'll feel in the way, you'll feel everything. It doesn't even have to be that size. It can be a stone on somebody who's nine stone. You feel different. But what I would say is choose your suffering. Do you want to stay where you are and feeling crap? Or do you want to go and put yourself out of your comfort zone, feel like crap, but reap the rewards? So like Georgie Crawford, who was on the show here before the break, your life now is completely Trisha's transformation from corporate wellness talks to working with brands to cook-alongs and your social media, as you say. So how does that feel then to someone who was once a busy chef? I mean, the hours are punishing in that industry, whereas now I know you're very busy, but you you pick and, and, and choose. How does it feel that success is now a very different thing to you? It's lovely it really is um i think with chefing i loved my career don't get me wrong i was 13 years in jacobs and amal and i loved it and i just found the late nights began to get a little bit wearing driving home at half past 12 at night so now the feeling of kind of waking up as the birds wake it's a simple thing but i adore it and i love that i can manage my time and say no actually i can i can actually go for that coffee now no problem at all and i really love it and i I would be very self-motivated um, when it came to my career always. So I love this new challenge and I love the new chapters and things are happening that I didn't even know would happen. And, you know, it's just wonderful. And I think I think it brings it all back and I'm just focusing on myself. I'm being selfish in the most selfish way possible. And I'm looking after myself and realising that time is more important to me than money, if that makes sense. So that's why I changed my career. I wanted more time for simple things like maybe even reading. I didn't have that time before I was working the 60 hours per week. It was absolutely manic. But I like the stillness now. And maybe I'm getting older and I don't want to admit it, but I do enjoy sitting down with a cup of tea and just relaxing. Well, look, I we wish you nothing but continued success. You're an absolute firecracker. Trisha's 21-day reset is available now and you can follow Trisha's transformation on Instagram. Trisha Lewis, may we get that night out together sometime before long. Keep going and keep oh, doing I what you're doing. Wait. We'll get up in the morning, we'll reset, we'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> Take care, Trisha. Great to Bye. talk to you as keep ever. Well. Bye. <laughs> So that's it for Alive and Kicking for this week. My thanks to my producer, John Fardy, and to Jojo Cordoza, who was on sound. And thanks to you for listening. I will see you next week. We may never work in the same way again. So reimagine the office with scalable workspaces that flex to your needs. Design-led interiors and world-class IT. Iconic offices have reinvented the future of working, so you don't have to. Hybrid offices, co-working, or custom floors for a global HQ. 16 prime Dublin locations, infinite possibilities. Experience it for yourself. Visit iconicoffices.ie to reimagine how working can work for your business.